good morning. God bless you and thank you for joining us at Meet Me at the Crossroads Ministries. I hope um, people in the social media platform saw my post earlier. Originally, we were going to come on at 12, but it was delayed till 1230. But I was saying that it was going to be a virtual demonstration and that I would hope that people would come on so that they can be involved in this and be virtual volunteers. Amen. Amen. This is what the Lord gave me. Father, I thank you for you being glorified this morning in everything that I say and do. I thank you that my flesh and my emotions are under subjection to the Holy Spirit. I thank you that what will be heard will be straight from the Father's mouth. Revelation, edification to the body of Christ regarding walking in wisdom, walking in purpose, walking in peace, walking in joy, and fulfilling the call that is on each and every one of our lives. We come against every plot, plan, and scheme of the enemy. We will be exposing the enemy today. And Father, we give you glory that you have given us power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. The title of this message is Restore the Honor. That's the main point that I'm going to say at the end also, because that is the theme of this entire message. God is saying, restore the honor. So this message is for mothers and anyone that has been born through a woman. So what does that cover? That covers every human being, right? Anyone watching me have not been born through a woman? Everyone has that, right? Right. Amen. So I will need virtual volunteers for this. This is the first time the Lord is shifting me to operate in this manner because I've always wanted to do the demonstrations and he's given me... um, the strategy to do that but this morning it's more interactive as if we were actually together in a building amen so even the people that are here i need your interaction i need to hear you i honor the fathers this morning also the lord wanted me to point that out that even though i am speaking and the lord said to use the mothers for this demonstration We honor the fathers. Amen. Amen. They are just as important to the family structure. So let's talk about mothers. Nine months sharing one body. Think about that just alone. Nine months sharing one body. The Lord said to point out, when you were hungry, I felt it, and I ate. Amen? Amen. This is anyone that has a parent, anyone that was born of a woman, anyone that has a child that has given birth. 
For nine months, you shared one body. Matthew 25 and 37 says, Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw, thee, saw we thee a hungered and fed thee, or thirsty and gave thee drink? Matthew 25 and 40 tells his answer. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, insomuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these brethren, you have done it unto me. So mothers, when have we seen our children hungry and fed them? Even when we couldn't physically see them in our bodies, we fed them. Amen. When you were uncomfortable, I felt it and shifted my position. When you're carrying your baby in your belly and the baby is uncomfortable, you feel it. And what do you do? You shift your position to make them more comfortable. Amen? Amen. When you couldn't sleep, I felt it. So what do you do as a mother? You remember those nights when you stayed up late rubbing the child through your own flesh, your belly, to comfort them because they couldn't sleep. Just to interject with the fathers, I remember when I was carrying and my child was in my belly, moving around and couldn't sleep, and my husband, the father, placed his hand on my stomach and he said wow what is he doing in there because it was so much activity inside of this body that we shared for nine months amen, amen. so what does God want you to know he wants the mothers and the children to understand that whatever you experience I experience Children, you need to understand that this morning. Whatever you experience, we experience. How many of you can watch your child suffer and you feel nothing? How many of you can do that? Can you do that? Can you watch your child suffer and you feel absolutely nothing? Can you watch the enemy operate in your child's life and not say nothing how many parents out there are watching their children being influenced by this world system and because you've shared one body for nine months you feel it as if it's you going through it because that's a part of you. So even after we give birth and the doctor comes in and cuts the umbilical cord, the spiritual and the emotional cord is unbreakable. We never are fully detached from our children. 
We loved you before we could even see you. I remember coming home with a piece of paper from the doctor with a little dot on it. And we were so excited at this dot. Not because the dot looked pretty, amen, but we knew what it would become, our son or our daughter. This is how God looks at us. We are his children. He looks down from heaven with love in his eyes. He sees us. They may not look like they're going to be yet, but I know what they're going to become. Amen? Amen. So with this, God wanted me to show you some pictures. I wanted to print them out, but my printer was acting up. So we're still going to do it. Look at this picture here. This is that dot at the beginning of that ninth month. Looks like nothing, right? And we see the father's participation in this process. Amen? Amen. This is what we fell in love with. Even before we can see what it really looked like. God loved us when we were unlovable, right? He sent Jesus to die for us when we didn't look pretty. But he knew what we would become. Let's move on to another picture here. Here's another picture. This is the beginning process. When the egg is implanted into the uterus wall. Let's, let's make an analogy. This is salvation. This is a born-again Christian just implanted into the kingdom. Doesn't look like what it's going to be yet, does it? It doesn't look like what it's going to be yet. But how many know we know what this is going to turn into? This is what we fall in love with before we see the full manifestation of what it's going to be. See, the children that we have, they don't remember this process. They forget. They don't understand what we went through. They don't understand that we fell in love with them before they even existed into who they are today. They don't understand that we nurtured and fed them throughout before they even stepped foot on planet Earth. Amen? When we shared one body. Now I'm going to show you another picture. How many of you have seen the movie Aliens? The creature. Look at this picture. How beautiful is that? That's your baby boy and your daughter. Amen? That's what they look like in the beginning. This is what we loved. Not because it looked lovable, but because we knew what it would become. What would it turn into? Through the process, it didn't happen overnight, right? It started to look like this. A little more like the image of the parent. Amen? Being born again, you start to change over time. You start to look more like the image of your father. 
And when the process is complete, that's when you have this other picture here. When it looks like what it's supposed to be. Now I recognize this as a baby. Amen. Before I didn't know what it was. Because it was in the process of development. This is us. We are all in the process of development. Whether you look like the fetus at nine weeks or 11 weeks, we don't know which stage you're in, but God sees the nine months. Amen? He sees that manifestation, that fulfillment of what the process is going to end in. And he loved us before we got there. That's why you go and you have prenatal care. Amen? You go to the doctor when you don't even have a belly, but you know it's in there. Your stomach hasn't begun to expand yet, but you love what's there. So I saw you through the eyes of love. This is what God wants you to know. And this is what mothers need to let their children know. We saw you through the eyes of love. So now that you come out, you mature, you don't remember those times. And so there are many conflicts that can arise. Amen? Romans 5 and 6 says, For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. Christ died for us when we were unlovable. We weren't saved. We didn't look pretty, but he knew what we would become. Amen? Amen? So now, I'm going to read you some scriptures that the Lord gave me. And the main one you should already be anticipating is John 3.16. Amen? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth of him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He loved us that much. Now I'm going to start with the demonstration. This is where I'm going to ask for some volunteers out there in virtual land. I want all the mothers to stand up. Or raise your hand if you are a mother. And I want to ask the next question. Do you have the love of Christ in your heart? Think about that question. Are you a mother? And do you have the love of Christ in your heart? Completely, totally, without a doubt. And now, if you answered that question, only the people that said yes, I want you to continue with me. The rest of you can listen in, but this is for the yes people. Those mothers that said, I have the love of God in my heart completely, totally, without a doubt. Can I use you for a moment? Come stand with me. 
I want to show you someone that's going to represent the world. This person right here is the world. And mothers, I have another question. This person right here hates your guts. They talk bad about you. And they do everything to hurt you. They don't respect you. And they don't love you. Now what I want you to do is I want you to send your baby to save this person. How many of you would do that? I want to save this person's life and I want you to sacrifice your own baby for it. The one you shared your body with for nine months. The one that you loved before you could even see them. I want you to tell them and sacrifice them for this person that hates you. You can go. Now here's the catch. In order to help this person, the baby that you send is going to have to die a cruel and evil death. They're going to have to suffer. How many of you still, without a doubt, have the love of Christ completely? No one of us on this earth can love like God. Amen? Amen. That, agape, that agape love, right? That unconditional love that surpasses all understanding. He did that for us. How could you not love a God like that? How could you not respect and honor a father like that? Children, how could you not love and honor your natural parents? How could you? God said, restore the honor. I'm going to show you this baby. This beautiful baby. You see that? She's so cute. Gonna hold her up. This is our baby. Could you might have a son, but I'm holding this to represent this morning. So no matter how old this gets, right? No matter how old she gets, this is my baby. This is how we feel. This is what we see. This is unbreakable. Yes, you're a grown woman. Yes, you're a grown man. But I see this with the eyes of love. Not that I'm treating you like a baby, but I love you like a baby. Which means when you hurt, I hurt. When you're hungry, I want to feed you. When you're thirsty, I want to make sure you have something to drink. Amen. I want to make sure your needs are met. And above all, I want to make sure that you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. 
so that when the natural parents are gone, when we have transitioned, they're not left comfortless. They know the Father. Amen? Amen. That's important. That's a part of that love that we have. So we see the enemy coming in after you. We begin to talk. And we begin to tell you, don't do that. Be careful. And you just brush it off. You need to be very cautious of what you're doing. You need to beware of what you're doing. God said, restore the honor. Let me read you some things that happened to Jesus. Matthew 26, 24 and 29. The son of man go as it is written of him. But woe unto the man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. Woe unto them that betray Jesus. It says, it had been good for that man if he had not been born. When you re reject God, it's better if you had ever been born. That's how serious it is. I work with someone and I just found out that he's not a believer. He told me that he prefers to deal with facts and that the scriptures in the Bible is not real. And I told him, I'm going to pray for you. And he said, no, I'm okay. That's how the enemy blinds the minds of people. That's how he gets children to betray their parents. We pour in knowledge into them. We're pouring wisdom into them. We're pouring love into them. They say, no, I'm okay. When we can see they're not okay. Mom, okay. I'm grown now. The cord is cut. The spiritual and emotional cord is unbreakable. There's no such thing as being totally detached from your mother. Because our love for you is unending. Because we shared a body for nine months. I felt everything you felt. And the cord being cut in the physical did not stop that spiritual connection. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it? He said unto him, Thou hast said. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and brake it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take and eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. 
But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. That's a hope. Not just eternal life, but also having communion with Jesus once again. Not the last supper, but the first supper. So when you think about God sending his only begotten son to die for something that didn't even look like anything. For us to be eating right and watching our diet and going to appointments with a doctor for something growing inside of us when we don't even know what it is. Doesn't look like nothing, just a little egg and planted in a wall. But we loved it. Amen? Amen. We fell in love and we nurtured it because we knew what it would become. So you're looking at your daughter, you're looking at your, your son. They're not looking like they should. But we love them because we know what they're going to become. So we got to continue to pour into them, even when they don't want to hear it and think we're just bothering them. Not understanding that everything they do affects us. Not just mothers now, it affects the fathers. A good father does not want to see his son destroyed for the lack of knowledge, especially when they're speaking it into them and they refuse to take it in. That's a hurtful feeling. When you're pouring wisdom, knowledge, and love into someone, and they refuse to accept it, and you know the end. There is no good ending for disobedience. Amen? Amen. There is no life after sin. Let me show you this baby again. Because of this wicked world, even when this beautiful daughter comes to you and says, they're no longer your daughter, but your son. How do you take that as a mother? If you love them, should you embrace them and say, okay, you're my son now? No. You speak the word of life. You speak the word of truth into them. I love you, but you are my daughter forever. Amen? Amen. There's no switching sexes and gender. I don't express my love to you by embracing your conformity to this world system. If your child is confused about their identity and y'all shared nine months together in one body and they came out a certain gender, male or female, and they switch over and you don't embrace that switch, the world says you're a bad parent. But the word of God says you're a good parent. That's the standard we're operating in. Amen? Amen. 
That's what we're going by, the word of truth. When you raise your child in the ways of God, and they get a certain age, and they go out there, and they want to start partying and drinking and smoking and having sex out of marriage. You've done your part. You've put that foundation in them. You don't embrace that lifestyle. You tell them it's wrong. That's love. Amen? Amen. We don't say, all right, you grown, you do what you want. You, as long as you're happy. Oh, no. The happiness of this world will lead you straight to fire hell. We don't tell them as long as you're happy. No. Happiness is temporal. We're talking about eternity. Amen? Amen. Happiness is a temporal thing. I'd rather you be a little unhappy and not go to hell than to be dancing around, smiling every day, going straight to hell. Heaven is the destination. Amen. That's the goal. Eternity with the Father. Matthew 26, 63 through 67. But Jesus held his peace. And the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God that thou tell us whether thou be Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless I say unto you, Hereafter shall you see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. They're asking him who he is. Jesus said, You're going to know who I am. Oh, you're going to see who I am when I come back. I don't have to tell you anything further. I'm going to show you who I am. People have forgotten that God is going to prove himself to the unbelievers and the doubters. Amen? Amen. In a mighty way. Then the high priest rent his clothes, saying, He has spoken blasphemy. Unbelieving. God in the flesh. Back to that feeling thing. God himself came in the flesh. Jesus. So guess what? Everything that Jesus felt, God felt it. Because they share the body. They are one. Every lash, when they spit on Jesus, it hurt the Father. But because of his love for us, he let it be so. Children, do you understand and know the sacrifices that your parents have made for you so that you can come to a prosperous and expected end? 
Do you understand the sacrifices? Or do you take it lightly? Do you spit on it? What think ye? And then, and excuse me, they answered and he said, he is guilty of death. So because he spoke the truth, they wanted to kill him. And by crucifying his body, they thought they did it. Not knowing that they just released him in full power. Amen. Amen. My God. They took the limits off of him. When they crucified Jesus, they took the limits off of him. No longer encased in a body, but operating in full power now. Then did they spit in his face and buffered him, and others smote him with their palms of their hands, ignorant. Restore the honor. Parents, you're speaking life into your children. Keep doing that. Don't bend, don't waver. Oh, they don't like me because I'm constantly telling them. You better keep on telling them. Because it's their life at stake. I don't care if they don't want to hear it no more. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Amen? Amen. If you're coming to me, you're going to hear the truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat it because I love you. Because that's not going to be showing the true love of God. If I pretend what you're doing is all right, I'm not loving you. I got to expose the devil. Amen? Amen. Expose the devil for who he is. No word of God returns void. And every word of scripture shall be fulfilled. So the Lord said to let you know that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Of things in heaven, the angels are bowing. Things in the earth, the people are bowing. And things under the earth, even hell has to bow. So if you're serving Satan, he got to bow. If you're serving a demon, that demon has to bow. So Paris, guess what? Those demons are looking for people to take to hell with them. Don't let it be your son and your daughter. Because you didn't speak life into them. When that nasty, wicked spirit is cast into the lake of fire, don't let your son or daughter's spirit be attached to that demon. That's the cord that you want to cut. Amen? Amen? Cut every demonic cord in the name of Jesus. Restore the honor. I hope the parents are hearing this and I hope the children are hearing it. My husband read a scripture today. He did not even see my test of my scripture and we both said Exodus 20 and 12 honor thy father and thy mother that the days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee 
You want to have long life. The scripture says, honor your mother and your father. This scripture here, John 19, 25 to 27. Now there stood by the foot, excuse me, by the cross of Jesus, his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleophas and Mary Magdalene. And when Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved, he said unto his mother, woman, behold thy son. The Lord said, point this out, because when everybody turned their back on Jesus, his mother was right there at that cross. Because she didn't see Jesus, she saw her baby. That's her son. That spiritual and emotional connection was unbreakable. I don't care who has turned their back on him. That's my baby. Amen? Amen? That's a mother's love. The word behold means to fix the eyes upon, to see with attention and to observe with care. We see that word in John 1 and 29. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which take away the sins of the world. When you behold something, you look upon it with affection. Amen? Amen. You look upon it as it's precious. That's how you should see your parents. Behold your parents as precious. Behold the father as precious. So every time your mouth get to disrespecting your parents, you need to bite your tongue. When my mother was alive, all of my siblings honored her. It was raining. I would run to her job with an umbrella so she wouldn't get wet. Do you honor your parents like that? Do you understand that it's a privilege and an honor to do something for your mother and your father? My husband and I, our parents are gone. They're not here. I would love to do something for my mother. You, that your parents are still alive and you don't want to do something for them, think about that. Think about the sacrifices they made even before they knew what you even looked like. In the belly, when you were hungry, I ate. In the belly, when you were uncomfortable, I shifted to make you comfortable. In the belly, when you couldn't sleep, I stayed up all night rubbing you even though I couldn't see you. And so after you're born and we ask you to do something, think about how hurtful it is for you to say, I don't want to do that. 
Think about that. Someone that you've done so much for before they even knew anything. My God. Restore the honor. So back to that question from the very beginning. Mothers, do you have the love of Christ in your heart? Would you send your baby to die for someone that you knew hated you? This is what our Father in Heaven did. When we didn't believe in Him, when we didn't love Him, when we didn't trust Him, when we sinned against Him, he said, I'm still going to send my son to die for you. And to take it further, we know that it was God himself in the flesh. Our natural minds can't comprehend that, but that's not important. We walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. We don't lean to our own understanding. We understand it in the spiritual realm. That God said, I, the creator of heaven and earth, that put the stars and the planets, I'm going to die for you, even though you don't deserve it. And so when we minister salvation, we come to you and you say, we say, Jesus loves you. Do you accept him? You say, I don't believe in that. Wow. Do you understand the sacrifice that he made for you? When you were yet unlovable, you understand what he did for you. Gave you an opportunity to escape fire. The person I was talking to you about at my job, he said, when he dies, he thinks that's it. It's just over. My God. And he said he read the Bible. But that's because he read it through his natural eyes. He doesn't have the Holy Spirit to give him revelation of the word of truth. Amen? Amen? You need to be born again to really, really understand the scriptures. To understand the word of truth. It's not understood with the natural mind. You must have the Holy Spirit. It's a spiritual connection. Amen? Amen. To get that word from Logos to Rima to make it come alive in you so you can apply it in your everyday life. You don't just read it for entertainment. It's to tell you how to live in order to see your father so that we can have that communion with Jesus. We want to have that time to sit down with him. Thank him for all he's done. Thanking him for blessing us to be a mother, a father. Children, restore the honor to your parents. Parents, restore the honor to your parents. We all got parents, amen? We all have parents. Restore the honor. How can we be blessed 
by walking in such disobedience to the word of truth. If you want your days to be long, honor them. Operating outside of God's will, looking at the condition of this world system and blaming God when he told us what to do. So I'm going to end with that. God wants you to know. Everybody, he's telling you to restore the honor. I pray that this message bless you. It was supposed to edify you. It was supposed to ignite you. It was supposed to penetrate your heart and let you know that do not waver, do not bend or conform to this world system because everything in it will be burnt up. The only thing that will stand will be the word of truth. Amen? The only thing that will get you into eternity is accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We thank you for all your good works and your good deeds, but that won't get you in. Amen? Amen. We're not saying people that don't accept Jesus are bad people. We're saying you're ignorant people headed to hell. You ain't bad, but you need to listen so that you don't end up where you don't want to be. Because I can tell you without even going there, nobody is rejoicing in hell. Amen? Amen. They're crying out in agony and pain and gnashing of teeth, wishing they had listened to a word like this. My God, I should have listened. But when your eyes close, there is no repentance in the grave. It's over. So while you are yet walking around, breathing with breath in your body, surrender and say, Father, come into my heart. My God. So with that, I'm going to have youth minister Moses come up and offer you this precious, priceless opportunity to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. And restore the honor. My God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The prayer of salvation is in Romans chapter 10, Jesus. verses 9 through 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. The benediction. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. God bless.